the Flex and Froome's daily podcast. Brought to you by Cater. Good evening, good morning and good afternoon, little ones. This is the Flex and Froome's catch-up podcast and we just love to be silly all the time. Life is too short to try and be anything but absolutely ridiculous. Spelt R-E-D-I-K-U-L-O-U-S. Ridiculous. And one of my favourite things to do, which is ridiculous, is play sibling rivalries where we take two siblings, real or imagined, and make them fight to the death. Today I've chosen siblings that don't exist in real life unless you are a real Hansel and Gretel type person. And that is Cinderella and the Ugly Stepsisters. Ugly Stepsisters, rather. And I'm going to kick things off going in for Cinderella. Your silence is unnerving me. I have a confession, but we'll wait. Oh, dear. (laughs) So the reason why Cinderella is way better than the ugly stepsisters is because she's the main character. And honestly, I relate. Second of all, her name is Cinderella. Not sure if you know this, Flex, but my name is Lou Cinder. Cinderella's a great name. It's actually a nice name, isn't it? Cinderella. Cinderella. You couldn't really name your kid Cinderella without proving that you got tickets on yourself, though. Tickets. Tickets, you know got tickets on yourself what's that mean it's like you'd buy a ticket tickets on yourself like you're a show you never heard of that expression no she's got tickets on herself is that what it means you keep saying it <laughs> like it's gonna click it's not clicking <laughs> well it's an expression often used in footy circles which i'm okay running, but you know you've lost me but i support you okay cinderella is the origin story of the underdog she's really cool and pretty and I think that they could remake it so she doesn't meet the prince and she'd still be awesome. The more that I'm talking, the more I hate myself. So please help me out. Is this the time I tell you? I don't know what happened, but I've just repressed childhood. You say Cinderella and I'm like, is that the one where she gets the kiss and wakes up? Is she the one with the gnomes? It's not because you're saying stepsisters and you're saying the guy. I don't know what happened in that movie. But I do know that any woman who's going to go and say on record, I am the ugly stepsister, that's the queen right there. That's the queen right there. That is a contrarian. And you know what contrarians are? Critical thinkers. I don't actually know what a contrarian is. Really? Go on. A contrarian is someone who likes to believe the opposite of the most popular opinion. So, like, can I play devil's advocate? Or like when everybody's aspiring to be hot, they're like, I'm ugly. Yeah. Ugly stepsisters. Let me channel my inner lawyer. I thought you were going to say, let me channel my inner ugly sister. You would think that. (laughs) You would would hate for a girl boss to stay hot. Don't try. You would hate. Um, Nothing is coming to mind at all. But I think for that reason, you should give me this win. Okay. That's I'm Cinderella. I'm vibing. I don't care what you do. I'm chilling. I got my glass slippers. Oh, that's the glass slipper story. Glass slipper. It's just not coming to mind. Every time you say a Simpsons reference, I'm like, I don't get it. (laughs) You talk about Shrek. I'm like, yeah, like I get the character. What was I doing all childhood? Literally just playing Sims. Do you want to know what you were doing? (laughs) I was filming Shrek. You were the actor. (laughs) 
so annoying. You're on one today. Okay. It's been enough out of you. Why don't I see your name in the credits? Have you ever seen them in the same room together? No, you haven't. You haven't. Flex and Frooms. There's not a day that goes by where I don't reference the clock app. Mm-hmm, unfortunately. But for how many hours I'm clocking with the screen time, it makes a lot of sense. There's a trend on it currently. It's called rules for my insert partner BFGF here. Okay. And people read through a list and define what their rules are in a relationship dynamic. For example, location sharing. Are you down for it? Are you not down for it? With your partner? No. See, I'm a yes. Really? Yeah, but I also think that, like, I didn't know it was a weird thing because in high school, all of my friends had, or not all the friends, the core circle had location sharing on. We thought it was the funniest thing and the most fun thing. But then as we've left it on and maintained friends, I think my favorite thing about it is that people don't bother me to ask me mundane questions if they know I'm at work or I'm on a shoot. So Sully best friend will be like oh i checked your location and you're at a shoot can you check this when you get home genius yes or like i know you're at home i've just sent something to you it's fantastic it's optimal but alas i get it can be a bit creepy um for the uh how do you say um controlling partner controlling a secretive person a cheater yeah i've got no secrets just vibes um the next one how do you feel about password sharing no what that's it's the on the list. One. No, absolutely not. I've got one password, no free press. I don't, <laughs> and I put I all my passwords in there. <laughs> it's called... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, it's an app called One Password. Oh, yeah. Sam, I'm on a password manager too. <laughs> of course. I've got one password. All hotties need a password manager. Gone are the days where you're using the same password for everything. Do you want to get hacked? You're making it so easy. I actually Googled how hackers hack just to get a better idea of, you know, why I need a strong password with symbols and letters and whatever. And they literally have like a little software that just goes through all the letters. So like, let's say you have 10 slots for a potential password for the first slot it'll go ABCD all the way through the outfit, all the way through the symbols, all the way through the numbers until they just get your password. And so if every single password for yours is different and complex, it's going to take ages to hack you. If your password is your dog's first name and a couple numbers for every single important thing for you. It's going to take them 13 minutes. Damn. So yeah, no password sharing. No. There's, it's not necessary. I don't mind giving a phone code out though. Have my passcode. Passcode is fine. Yeah, yeah. Password, crazy. Okay. Next one. It just says friends. <laughs> no, I'm not What are your rules for friends? friends? I know a lot of people who get really insecure when their person has friends outside of them. Because you know those couples where it's like it's me and you against the world and they and one of them has dropped all their friends because they're full-time in the relationship, but the other one has kept their friends and the friendless one is bitter and jealous. Understandably, that's just crazy. Yeah, you got to have your own friends because relationships inevitably end. What if you meet um, a hunky hunk and ticks all the boxes, whatever they are, wildebeest, <laughs> potentially <laughs> funny, uh, has no friends and not because they're a social loner, but because they're just a terrible friend. Mm, like has fallen out with all of them. That is, I, I would not be able to date them. 
friends. But you're really not finding out me. until until I'm in love with them. Yeah, you've committed. You're like, this is so great. We like uh, do comedy and like we laugh together. We make music, and then all of a sudden, it's been four or we five make months. Music. I'm spitballing. <laughs> it's been four or five months. You're like, hey, I want to invite your friends to dinner. No friends. I mean, we'll see when it happens. The bar's on the floor. Um, Give me some spicy ones. I'm, I'm reading off the <laughs> I got the list. Okay. Um, social media slash liking other girls' pics. No. No liking pics? Don't like a bikini pic. Actually. What? That's 2013 me talking. Like them. Yeah. Would you? Okay. What if he's not liking them, but he's saving them? <laughs> he's he's <laughs> categorizing them and saving them. That's he's got a Pinterest board. <laughs> Pinterest board of box gaps. Yeah. Flex and firms. Ever since I could conceptualise the value of a dollar, I've been asking too many questions about money. Namely, how does any commercial business afford to pay their rent when people don't walk into stores anymore? Especially cafes and stuff. Like, how many coffees do you need to sell to pay your rent and, like, buy raw ingredients and pay people? These are life's big mystery. And we just go into these places, buy banana bread for four fifty, <laughs> and not think about how they're feeding themselves when we leave. Do cafes exist when you're not in them? No. In Japan, there is this cafe that exists. It's called the Manuscript Writing Cafe. It only fits... 10 people in it at any given time and their sole responsibility there is not to sell you coffee or cafe goods but to help you stop procrastinating so you can finish your work i'm gonna stop you right there okay and say that i've been there shut up no i have shut up i've literally been there and it's like covered with books all around and it's a long table and you can get like starbucks style drinks Sure, I've been there. 2018, Japan. What? Yeah. Okay. For those who have Just not kidding. been there. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I went to a Starbucks that had like books on the wall. <laughs> I went to a Starbies. <laughs> You're the worst. Anyway, I'm going to play this video to really paint a picture for you because if the local cafes that are doing 2,000 coffees a day, a few croissants, this 10-person max cafe is not making budget. At this cafe in Japan, you can actually pay someone to hound you to get your work done. And the catch is, you can't leave until you finish. Now here's the rules. Once you enter, you are handed a slip where you write down your name, writing goals, and the time you need to finish. Now, this is where it gets interesting. You can choose between how you want to be held accountable on a scale of mild, normal, or hard. Kind of like hot sauce. Mild gets you a verbal check-in only when you pay at the counter. Normal gets you a progress check by the hour. And now, for possibly the most nerve-wracking of them all, if you choose hard, you will have a staff member stand behind you every so often as you continue to work on meeting your deadline. That's so hot. We got to go. No. Okay. I don't want to do work. True. But the concept, this is philanthropy. This is giving back Mm. to a community. This is creating a solution to a very, like, major problem. Because I think, in theory, I love the idea of being motivated. I don't want to be motivated. Like, if I'm not doing it, I don't want someone on my back to be like, oh, no, it's really fun. Like, to put it. But some people really do need that. Right, And if it can't be your friend and it can't be a parent, for a small fee, go to your local. What would be an appropriate price to pay for that? Well, I feel like those kind of like no free press, chi chalk. What? We work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to say a co-working space. <laughs> a co-working space, pardon me. 
Uh, I feel like the fees are even more, like 30 bucks a time. I've totally pulled that out of my behund. It's oh, way more expensive than that to oh, go to really? a co-working space. Yeah. Ridiculous. Why? Why would I do that if I can sit at my desk at home? Because that's the point. You're not doing it. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. I reckon, let's say they're like, you pop in, you've definitely got to buy something to start with. Maybe there's like a $20 minimum. And then the cost is $10 an hour for normal, which is checking in on the hour, just a sneaky $10. Even so, that's not enough. Because you've paid your 20, let's say you're there for eight hours, that's 80, 100 bucks, 10 people, 1,000. 1,000 a day is not Because much. these people are cooking food and doing child maintenance. They're child rearing. Alas, genius. I want to see more complex businesses. Like the problems I really have, I want solutions for. All right, well, that's cool. It's not just cool, it's genius. <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever seen. It's a concept that cannot be replicated anywhere else. This is Flex and Frooms on Cater. Do you think if you were a caveman, you would have survived? Absolutely. I mean, I did. That's why I'm here. Longer than 30 years? You think you really have that in you? Yep. Mm. I won't dispute that. I'm happy you believe in yourself. Do you reckon at one point our ancestors knew each other? Absolutely. They were kicking. How far back? At the berries and the trees. I think like a couple centuries, no, a couple millenniums after being apes, I reckon we would have connected in our hominid forms. And that's why we're friends? Yeah, past life vibes also. I was a queen, you were my court jester. (laughs) (laughs) We connected despite our differences. (laughs) I was actually an employee. And here we are again. I brought up the caveman thing because I was Googling evolutionary psychology after I played that game I told you about, Ancestors. You can get on PS5 and PS4. What are things we can do or that are ingrained in us to, you know, survive and stuff? And there's this thing called the reciprocity principle, the reciprocity bias, where humans or we are ingrained to treat people well usually if they've treated us well and it goes as far as like back in the day where we were programmed just to survive and you are more likely to survive if you didn't have enemies um and were (coughs) by them so isn't that fascinating right because like I don't think I'd go around on an average day being like oh I'm less in danger because I was nice to someone but subconsciously you do know if you walk into spaces and you are more friendly more nice people will also treat you well but psychologically if you want to live a long life you literally have to treat people not just well but in the way that you want to be treated for your own benefit it's actually quite manipulative it definitely is but it makes total sense it's one of those macro or micro things you can do where if you're nice, more people become nice. It's like a disease. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing. Sometimes. I think it's fallible. I think most of the time it's not, though. And yeah. I feel like when you are like that, you're more forgiving of people that aren't because, you know, you're like, you don't, you don't know the secret sauce. Yeah. You're out here yeah. feeling bad. You're a red pillar. Yeah. Or a br- mm. Is it blue or red? Brick brack. Yeah. Same, same. You haven't seen the light. So go be nice today, but like crank it, make it worthwhile. Be showing every tooth in your mouth. Wide grin. You know? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Enough. (laughs) I'm done. This is Flex and Frooms on Cater. Flex is seated wearing orange pants, green slides, a colourful top and a 
Hat that says flex in spray paint. Airbrush. Urban. She's urbane. <laughs> she's urbane. Uh, she's urbane and she's a storyteller. I have in my head, right, I'm always connecting dots, but I find that it takes me a second to connect them in real life for those who are listening. But a couple of weeks ago, we had a conversation with someone who must not be named, um, wink, wink, about an experience I had getting scurvy. Immediately, I thought to myself, did Timothy Chalamet have scurvy? Mm. I Googled it. He did not. I don't know where I got that from. I don't know if it's his frame. He gives a bit of scurvy. Yeah, He's but that's a very particular thing. I don't English think I, child. <laughs> I don't think I've ever talked about scurvy, let alone, you know, put together this like thought in my head so much so I had to Google it. He did not. But what did come up is an article uh, about James Blunt. Do you remember James Blunt? Massive fan. That's your beautiful, right? Do you want to do a little rendition? You're beautiful. For me, it's three wise men. You're beautiful. Look who's alone. Sorry, (laughs) let me go. Okay. Look who's alone now. It's not me. It's not me. That's how he sings. He is, sorry, I don't know objective I am, but James Blunt is hot. He's like my dream man. Let me pull up a picture. He's funny. He's giving British aristocracy. Okay. I have a type. Okay. He's hot. He's married, I think, unfortunately. You can be hot and married. He's beautiful and also if he was ugly, he has a personality to pull it off. I'm still processing what you've revealed and this is painting such a clear picture about you. There was this headline. I have to read the headline as is, otherwise you're not going to believe me when I say so. And this is the headline that came up when I typed in, does Timothy Chalamet have scurvy? Instead, it said, James Blunt got scurvy due to an all-meat diet that he started because he wanted to spite vegans. This is your king? (laughs) This is my king. This is your king. My contrarian king. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Anyway, this is how it goes. So he recalled that he was at uni. um, He was studying aerospace, manufacturing, engineering, and sociology. Okay, cerebral. He's learned. Uh, And he said with the latter sociology class, um, having the most vegans, about 170 girls and three boys, and the majority of them were vegetarian and vegan. He was rather blunt. Okay. okay. This is direct quote. I'm not adding in flavor. He was rather blunt about not impressing these girls, but shoving it in their face a little. So out of principle, he decided to become a carnivore and just lived on mince, some chicken, maybe some mayonnaise, the ultimate student diet. Of course, this diet had consequences. He saw a doctor who was quick to diagnose lack of vegetables and common sense. He said, you're lacking vitamin C. Uh, and you need to drink orange juice because you have scurvy. And this is the thing that gets me. It's not as though the story was like he was challenged by the vegans to eat an all-meat diet to prove that meat is not good or bad for you. He just so happened to be in a class full of vegans and vegetarians. He said, you know what? I'm going to eat all meat. He saw red. It was a targeted <laughs> approach. So wait, can you just explain what is scurvy? I can Google that for you. Scurvy is a disease resulting from a lack of vitamin C. Early symptoms of deficiency include weakness, feeling tired, sore arms, gum disease, decreased red blood cells, changes to hair, 
bleeding of the skin and as scurvy worsens poor wound healing personality changes which is the worst mm. of them all <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't care about the other stuff and finally d-e-a-t-h from infection or bleeding it's pretty hectic Ooh, yuck okay so no scurvy i would still kiss him anyway this is <laughs> the bar is on the floor You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms Daily Podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.